What's good, what's hood, everybody? It's your boy B-L-A-K-A sitting here in Lynchburg City today. Man, it's nice outside today, man. And uh, I was going to wash my car, but for some reason, every time I wash my car, it fucking rains outside. So I say, you know what? Because it's so beautiful outside, and I'm quite sure everybody loves this kind of weather today, I'm not going to fucking wash the car. So it looks like shit on the outside and the inside, but it's my car. But aside from that, man, how's everybody's day has been going, man? Mine's pretty, been going pretty good. Uh, as I told you, I do night shifts, so I try to get in sleep here and there uh, most of the time. Anywhere between the hours of 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. But uh, I got in a couple hours a day. Now, I told you guys uh, yesterday, for the past couple of days, I've been bringing you guys uh, my top 10, top 10 quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs, things of that nature. And I was going to uh, come to you guys today with uh, the top 10 tight end. But uh, it's a couple of issues that I just had wanted to touch on, man. With everything that's going on in the world right now, a lot of things get swept up under the carpet. And, uh, you know, don't really get talked about like that. Now, I'm quite sure everybody is familiar with the whole police case, uh, the situation that happened with the black family that uh, was made to lie on the ground and get handcuffed, uh, the women and children, basically. And uh, the thing is, is that the uh, the interim uh, commissioner at the time, who was Vanessa Wilson, if I'm correct, who has been on the force for 23 years, she was the acting uh, police chief at the time. And... Uh, if I'm correct, I think uh, the uh, officers have been apprehended and uh, I don't know if they've been charged. I'm quite sure they've probably been uh, suspended without pay or something like that. But nevertheless, man, this is the type of shit that uh, black people are talking about. This is the reason why you have people walking around screaming, fuck 12, defund the police, fuck the government, all of these type of things, man. This is why you see people walking around with signs that says Black Lives Matter. Listen, people, we get it. We understand every fucking life matters. We just need y'all to understand <laughs> that every life matters. You know what I'm saying? So we don't need a bunch of all lives matter, blue lives matter, all of that kind of shit, man, because the only thing you're trying to do is water down and poo-poo on the phrase itself. You know what I mean? Now, granted, a lot of things have went left, you know what I'm saying, whether it's Black Lives Matter or people who are infiltrating Black Lives Matter, whatever the case may be. But aside from that, man, basically what happened with this whole situation is that it was a mix-up of vehicles now the vehicles had the exact same license plate they were just in two different states and i'm trying to still figure out how the fuck is that possible the license plate number that was given to the police was supposed to have been on a motorcycle in a totally different fucking state and somehow you know it they ended up with the call and next thing you know one thing leads to another and they have this whole family laid on the fucking ground you know what i'm saying guns drawn and everything now you got six-year-old kids out there you know now now and this is what gets me. At some point in time, you must understand, okay, I understand I'm an officer and I'm supposed to protect people, but there's something about this situation here that doesn't look right. So you mean to tell me nobody decided to hit the radio and, and, and uh, uh, get in contact with the dispatcher and say, okay, uh, read this out for me again, because what you're saying and what I'm seeing is two different things. You know what I'm saying? Did anybody say anything about it? Now, normally when a dispatcher gives a description of something, not only do they give the license plate number, but normally... Normally, they give the color of the vehicle, you know what I'm saying, what type of vehicle that it is, you know what I mean? But for some apparent reason, 
you know, at this particular time here, they decided not to do that or whatever. But it's just fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just fucked up, man. This is what we be talking about when, like I said, when they're screaming, fuck 12, fuck the police and all of that. This is what we're talking about, people. You know what I mean? How often do you see a white family get thrown on the fucking ground with guns drawn? Or an Asian family? Or, you know, any any other kind of family besides a black family, man? We This, this shit happens far too often, far too much. And uh, it's, it's just sad. And the police police officers, a couple of them, had uh, given an apology. But just like the just like the young lady said, fuck your apology. You know what I mean? And I stand beside her one hundred percent. Your apology don't mean shit. Your apology does not mean shit because, like I said, at some point in time, you were supposed to get with the dispatcher and say something is not right here. You know, what I mean, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure this shit out. It's not like the, it's not like the people, it's not like they even uh, was in a high speed chase. They pulled up on them in a fucking shopping parking lot. They pulled up on them in a shopping parking lot slowly. There's no high speed chase whatsoever. The people got out the car and and, and complied with them and everything. You know what I mean? And 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 that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And and that's not the only thing, man. Like this this uh the apartment, the Aurora Police Department in Colorado. And by the way, I love the state of Colorado, man. Especially Denver. Shout out to Denver, Colorado, and anyone who's out there listening right now. I love Colorado. Y'all got some of the best weed as well. And uh so the the, the officer, uh there was an officer by the name of Nate Meyer who was found passed out drunk in his squad car. And uh well, as I like to call it, a vehicle that uh <laughs> that hardworking taxpayers have uh, provided for him, and uh, the, and and to think about it, his his blood, the paperwork showed that his blood alcohol level was five times the legal limit, and uh, the case was never under investigation, and that shit was reported in February of this year by the Aurora Police. You know what I mean? And then you have the cops who uh, that was in the. Uh, Elijah McLean situation where they are several days later, they were seeing pictures that uploaded of them striking poses at the crime scene where uh, Elijah McLean had got choked out at and uh, had later died from from an excessive dose of ketamine. You know what I mean? Now, <clears throat> the reason why I'm speaking on this right here and, and, and uh, the reason why I'm speaking on this shit right here, man, is because I was also reading and they never specified the exactly city and state. But there was this guy, I'm assuming he was like in a Kroger or some shit like that. And he was just belligerent white guy. And he was fighting with the cop. You know, what I mean, he's fighting with the cop. And I mean, the cop is trying to tase him and everything. He's on the ground with the cop and everything, man. And I'm saying to myself, if this dude was black, dude would have let off in his ass. But it gets even crazier than that. I'm still scrolling and I find another story where there's this uh this one particular white guy. He just had it up to here. Reminds me of the movie Fallen with Michael Douglas. I don't, I'm not sure if you guys ever seen it or not. But uh, basically, so what happens is that this guy, due to COVID-19, he loses his job. In the process of that, his marriage isn't going well. So the wife leaves him and he loses custody of the kid you know what i mean and on top of that he don't know how to deal with the COVID 19 so he goes to the cigar bar and uh you need to wear a mask and a guy that you know works in the bar said hey i need you to put on a mask and he's like fuck it and one thing leads to another and he shoots the bartender they are the cigar clerk okay so when the police come 
This motherfucker has an AK-47 and a handgun, a semi-automatic handgun. Tell me why <laughs> this dude is in the hospital recovering from injuries where he was shot by the police in his foot and in his ass. All right. Now, this guy had an AK-47 and a handgun. So don't sit there and fucking tell me, you know what I mean, that these shootings by the police are accidental. You know what I'm saying? The average black man that dies by the hands of the police has nothing in his fucking hands. One cat only had, what? He had a, a cell phone in his hand, and they thought it was a gun, and they let loose on him. Police know how to shoot people in non-lethal places. They did it to this dude, and he had a fucking AK-47 and a handgun, and they did it to him. Shot him in his foot and shot him in his ass. You know what I mean? Because he wanted to be disgruntled. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. But I also wanted to touch on some other shit, too. You know what I mean? And uh, because there's a lot of shit going on out here, like uh, pedophiles and sex trafficking and, 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 and you know, uh, just all types of crazy shit that people are doing to kids, man. And it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Uh as, as far as how high profile cases like the R. Kelly's of the world and the Jeffrey Epstein's of the world and even to the Harvey Weinstein's of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of people. And I just want to let y'all know some more heads are going to roll. I can assure you that some more heads are going to roll, man, with this whole Jeffrey Epstein situation. And it's going to be a lot of big wig Americans that people didn't think, or you know what I'm saying, had shit going on like that. I also, and I'm not trying to like, I ain't really trying to put nobody out there for real, for real. But uh, I'm, I'm starting to be very skeptical of Oprah Winfrey. I'm just being real with it, man. As I was discussing about, you know, putting that whole school in, in South Africa was nice and dandy. And I get it. Those girls needed to learn, needed education and things of that nature. But I also want people to understand that teenage girls were being, quote, unquote, uh, kidnapped from that school. Wink, wink. And placed into sex trafficking and things of that nature, man. Now, you mean to tell me Oprah Winfrey, as powerful as she is, the school is for the females. They had to have known, being in South Africa, that these type of things exist and they exist on the regular. And you mean to tell me there, there wasn't heightened security around that place? Is that what you're telling me? You know what I mean? And, and some people, and, and I didn't even know that there was different levels of pedophilia. They have one type of pedophilia called a celibate, a celibate pedophile. You know what I'm saying? I know what celibacy is, is, is basically not having sex. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know there was a such thing as a celibate pedophile. And a, celib a celibate pedophile is a pedophile who's attracted to underage girls, but they don't act on it. And because they don't act on it, a lot of times they pride themselves on it and they come up with names like virtuous pedophile and gold star pedophile. You know what I mean? And to me, a pedophile is a fucking pedophile is a fucking pedophile is a fucking pedophile. You know what I mean? I don't I don't you know, whatever level you want to put on it, you can put on it, man. And and and, and I also, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times people think that. You know, if a young girl is like the age of 18 years old, then it's it's almost like the moment she turned 18, then, every, you know, they want, everybody want to look at her as a woman. That's not the case, man. That is not the case. Just because someone is 18 years old doesn't necessarily mean that they are fully developed uh, mentally. As a matter of fact, I know for a fact they ain't fully de developed mentally. You know what I'm saying? 
I have a 17-year-old son. I got 23-year-old daughter, 21-year-old daughters. You know what I'm saying? And even at that age, they still, at times, still had one foot in the kiddie pool and one foot in the adult pool. You know what I'm saying? So to, you know, and it, and it, you have older men out here, you know what I'm saying, that's my age and older who prefer that 18, 19-year-old girl. You know what I'm saying? And this shit just looks creepy to me. You know what I mean? You see, it, you see it a lot in the celebrity world, you know what I'm saying, where the guy is like 50, 60 years old and his girlfriend is like 20 years old and shit like that. Now, are, are they both of age? Yeah, but it still has some creepiness to it, at least to me. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, I, I just don't get down with shit like that. And, uh, you know, one of the main things, you know, one of the things, man, when my, when my girls were younger, and that's why I kept you know, a lot of friends out of the house. That way I would have close friends, you know what I'm saying, that would come over and things of that nature, but I would never have a house full of guys. You know what I'm saying? I have two daughters in here and my wifey, you know what I'm saying? And this is like before my son came in the picture and shit in 03. And, you know, I was just always protective like that. And I'm, even though my girls are 23 and 21 years old, I still kill a motherfucker behind them. It's that simple. It's that simple because they mine. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want nobody, even though my girls are 20-some years old, I still don't want nobody my age looking at them in that manner. You know what I'm saying? I can't stop a motherfucker from looking at, you know what I'm saying, nothing like that, man. But at the same time, man, the shit is just creepy. It's super creepy. And also, there was reports that, you know, uh, what do they call it, PTSD, you know what I'm saying? Some guys that's been in the military and things like that, and you know they go through shit in the military and you know that could cause it and i did the research on that shit that's not true now however there is a thing uh by the call i think they have something called uh a a something some type of sexual desire you know what i'm saying that can happen through ptsd i had the notes here i don't have okay that's what it is compulsive sexual behavior you know what i mean now now, PTSD in the military can trigger something of that nature, but it doesn't trigger, you know, that type of thing doesn't trigger pedophilia. You know what I mean? And, and, and when I heard the uh, the correlations, you know what I'm saying, when people tried to put that shit together, you know what I'm saying, then I was like, okay, let me do my research. Now, putting that together is, is almost like Roseanne Barr when she uh, came out with a little racist shit. And she tried to basically say, well, I took Ambien and that's why it made me racist. And so the people from Ambien came out and say, listen, Ambien gives you a lot of side effects, but racism is not one of them. You know what I'm saying? So I guess what I'm trying to tell the people is, listen, PTSD can give you a lot of things, but it can't make you a pedophile. That's 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 just inaccurate information. You know what I mean? So that's just what it is on that, yo. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy sometimes, man, how... You know, depending upon what family you come from, sometimes people can try and sweep that shit up under the carpet and things like that. But I just want to let people know that there are hotline numbers out there. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like a person is, uh, you know, targeting you, whether they're whether they're stalking you, every time you turn around, you may see them or you end up with weird text messages in your phone or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? If shit don't seem right, shit don't look right, turn to somebody. And that's what you have to do. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what you have to do, man. And it's it's a crazy world out here, you know what I'm saying? And it just kills me when men feel the need to look at children. 
you know what I mean? And, and like the older I get, even like I say, even when they're 18, 19, 20 years old, and maybe it's just the 42 year old in me, they still look like kids to me. They're still kids to me. You know what I mean? 22, 23. And I know they're grown, but they're still kids to me, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's some real shit right there, yo. And I just wanted to let people know, you know what I'm saying, that it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, man, you have these Catholic priests as well. And I want to touch on these motherfuckers as well, because according to a 2004 research on the study shows by John Jay College of Criminal Justice for the United States Conference of uh, Catholic Bishops, that was over 4,392 uh, priests who had been accused uh, of sexual abuse by 10,667 individuals. Now take this shit out. 300 of them was accused just in two, 2018 alone. And this is what I'm talking about. Sometimes you have pedophiles in high places. You know what I mean? And it's easy to manipulate kids' mind and you tell them things like, hey, if, if you tell anybody this gonna happen to your dad or this gonna happen to your mom and shit like that and no kid want anything to happen to their parent. You know what I'm saying? Any, any small killer, big kid. You know what I mean? And uh, to have this type of shit going on, man, and a lot of these priests, they get a slap on the wrist. They get a slap on the wrist, man. And the shit is not cool. You know what I'm saying? It's not cool. I feel like, I, me personally, I feel like any type of person that does rape or has a niche for kids, I feel like they should be castrated, honestly, because I don't think that you can be rehabilitated. And that's just me. You know what I'm saying? If y'all think different, feel free to hit the button and say something. But uh, I just don't think you can be rehabilitated from uh, being a pedophile, man, or, or being a rapist. I don't think you can be rehabilitated from being a fucking serial killer because these acts of violence is not normal first and foremost. So, so how, how can you medicate something that's not normal? I, as a matter of fact, I look at all of that shit, just like I look at the coronavirus. <laughs> There's no cure for it, <laughs> man. And, and, and that's real talk, man. Shout out to Terry Dixon out there, man. What's good. And, uh, but yeah, man, people just have to understand, man, that, you know, we, we can't have this, you know what I'm saying? We can't have this. And, and, uh, this is an issue that I was going to touch on a couple of weeks ago anyway. And, uh, look, look, well, as of now, you know what I'm saying? Got a chance to speak about it and shit like that, man. But yeah, it just, it's, 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 uh, it's touching. It's close to my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because I love children. You know what I'm saying? Like I love being around kids, man. Kids are like a magnet to me at times, man. You know what I'm saying? And, that's just what it is, man. I like the, especially my stepfather used to love getting them candy and ice cream and all that kind of shit, man. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, man, just this kids is cool, man. And, uh, you know, you just got some sickos out here. And the thing, and another thing that kills me with pedophiles and pedophilia and, 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 and child molesters and shit like that, they would give these guys a slap on the wrist. And when I say they, I'm talking about the judicial system. You know what I'm saying? But let a dude get caught with a, a half ounce of crack or a half ounce of heroin, and they trying to throw the book at him. They trying to lock him up under the fucking jail. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just crazy, man, how they how the judicial system look at this shit. I've seen so many times how dudes get slaps on the wrist. 
you know what I mean? I never forget, man. It, I'm, I was locked up one time. This I'm talking back in 08. Now I'm locked up on a drug charge. You know what I mean? And then we have some dude come in there, some white dude coming in there. He's a, basically a pedophile. You know what I'm saying? He's running around college campuses and shit. You know what I'm saying? Flashing kids, flashing the, the college students and shit. You know what I mean? Butt ass naked with a trench coat on. You know what I'm saying? So he get to the joint and shit. And he's trying to grab the papers and cut that part of the section of the paper because he don't want anybody to know why he's in there and shit. Because when you get locked up, just in case any of you pedophiles or molesters out there who hasn't been caught yet, you are the worst of the worst when you're behind them bars. Yeah, you are the worst of the worst. Guys who put their hands on women, kids, do sexual things to kids, if you go to the penitentiary or jail behind one of them charges, there's niggas in there that's going to eat your ass alive, and I'm telling you. And that's real talk. You know what I mean? And, uh... Yeah, man. And also on the on the, another thing too, man, I want to touch on this sex trafficking. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's big. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know the biggest states in America was California, Texas, and Georgia when it came to sex when it comes to sex trafficking. You know what I'm saying? Some of the uh as far as women, uh the average age is like twenty seven years old, and then half of the uh kids or women that's that gets involved in this unwillingly are between the ages of 19 and 33 but check this shit out man you are the stat uh the the number of when it comes to babies between the age of zero and one is on the rise and the reason behind that is because a lot of kids now are being born into sex trafficking you know what i mean like this is crazy shit as i was telling my son the other day i'm like yo you can you can buy a baby off a black market now well, I won't say now because you've you, you been doing that kind of shit. But, the, you know, the point I'm trying to make, man, like you can buy. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. You got some sickos out this motherfucker. And they all, and, and for the most part, they look like you and I. They look normal. They watch football and they give the best friends high five when somebody scores. And they pass the blunt to this cat. And they, this, they, they look just like you and I. They look just like you and I. You know what I mean? But when they go off into their personal world, you know what I'm saying? It's all about kids and teenagers and shit like that, man. You know what I mean? And I just always thought it was something about a grown man who hung around, you know, people like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't hang around anybody 20 years younger than me. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then, my friend, my, my son's friends, they come over, whatever. They introduce me. Hey, how you guys doing? What y'all going to do? Hey, we're going to work out in the gym. Okay, cool. Fine. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You know what I'm saying? But as far as hanging out with them and trying to act their age and 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 all that kind of crazy shit, man, no, that's not what I do. That's not what I do, man. That's not what I do. But uh, yeah, it's it's just uh those things like that they get to me, man, because I just don't like hearing or seeing things happen to kids. You know what I'm saying? Because kids, they, you know, for the most part, especially the young ones, the small ones, they can't protect themselves. You know what I'm saying? They can't protect themselves, man. I look, I look at, uh, I look at, uh, my granddaughter, man. She's two years old, man. That's the love of my life, y'all. <laughs> That's the love of my life. That's my baby, there, man. And I just, you know, what I'm saying? I look at, I look at her, man. I look at what's going on in the world today, man. I'm like, yo, man, shit's got to get better. Shit's got to get better for her. Shit's got to get better for, you know, her generation. You know what I mean? Shit's got to get better for her generation. Women, little girls, women need to grow up in a safer environment and in a safer world young men young boys too and you know what i'm saying because 
you know, I, when it comes to a lot of these pedophiles, you know what I'm saying? Believe it or not, a lot of them like the little boys just as much as they like the little girls. You know what I'm saying? So we have to protect our children. You know what I'm saying? And even when our children become adults, you know what I'm saying? We're going to still feel the need at times to protect them. You know what I mean? And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. Some parents can be overprotecting. You know what I'm saying? That's not for me to say this. I mean, that's not for me to judge or anything like that. I'm just saying sometimes that they are. But, hey, I'd rather, you know, have it and not need it than to need it and not have it, I guess. You know what I mean? So that's how I look at a lot of this shit, man. But, uh, yeah, man, it's just been a... It's just been a uh, super duper crazy, man. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday from Boston, my man Linwood. Shout out to Linwood, man. I don't know if you listening to me today or what, bro, but shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we were talking about the black on black violence. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know police brutality and things like that, man. So my so my uh, I call him my brother, Linwood. His brother, his blood brother was shot and killed in Boston 18 years ago. And that was like my bro- bro- blood brother too. My sister Amanda, she know those cats, uh, Linwood and, and Adonis, you know what I mean, back in the day. And uh, yeah, man, so I was talking to him, man, and, and he still hasn't gotten over the death of his brother. And I'm not saying that anyone should, but at the same time, though, it seems like that, you know, he's still... You know, it's still like it's fresh on his mind. And it's like it's like he's been in a tailspin when it comes to life and shit like that, man. So every now and then I get a chance to talk to him. And we was chopping it up yesterday, you know what I'm saying, about police brutality and, you know, just black on black crime. Not even knowing that, you know, I wake up this morning and find out that, you know what I'm saying, the, the rapper from Chicago. Uh, I can't think of the first letters, but I know he got Duck in his name. I wasn't familiar with them, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't know the name fully. But my thing is, man, is that I've done about probably six or seven segments uh, since I've been doing my podcast on rappers who have been uh, killed by gun violence, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and this is what I'm trying to tell people, man. We, we, we've got to clean up our own backyard, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And listen, the whole Black Lives Matter and, and, and that kind of stuff right there, I get it. But we got this black on black crime that we got to deal with. Now, I don't believe the numbers are as high as the media proclaims it to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm a numbers guy. I know how they can be manipulated in some more shit. So I really don't go by that shit all the time. But, you know, it's it's just been troubling. It's been troubling me the past few months now man because it's been male and female rappers have been getting lit the fuck up man and it's almost like the whole saying when black people be like hey you know black people like can be like uh crabs in the barrel every time one try to get out you got a million of them pulling you back down in that hot ass water you know what i'm saying like and i was telling my son i said man it's these guys these these new rappers they still got that one foot in the hood while they still trying to make it and then they make it, and then a lot of them feel the need to go back to the hood to prove that, you know, I'm a G in my own hood and all that. And you got some jealous individuals out there, man. You got some jealous individuals out there that want to see you dead solely for the fact that you are doing good. Now, I don't know the heads and tails of the situation that happened to this young man, but my heart goes out to his family. But uh, this shit happens entirely too many, too much. Now, the one thing I do say, I'm not, I don't really believe the numbers like that. But the one thing I do believe is that we are killing our own cans way more than the police is killing us. All right. So I get it. You want to defund the police and fuck twelve and all of that. I get it. I get it. 
But at the same time, yo, we, we got to start taking care of that backyard. And it starts with the mothers and the fathers. Start back whipping your kids' ass. All of that CPS, nah, fuck all that. I don't care about that. Start back whipping your kids' ass. You ain't got to abuse them. You ain't got to kill them. You ain't got to, you know, all of that kind of shit. But a good old-fashioned ass whipping, you know what I'm saying, will make you think a couple of times before you decide to pick that fucking gun up and in, in, in somebody's life, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we forget that that's somebody's son, somebody's father, somebody's brother, somebody's uncle that's laid down there in that fucking street in a pool of blood due to gun violence of your own kind. You know what I mean? And this shit just happens for, it just happens entirely too much, man. And, you know, it's just a fucked up situation. So check this out, man. Of all people now, Caitlyn Jenner want to uh, prime in on Kanye West and his health and all of that as if, you know, he, she's a fucking psychiatrist or whatever now. So Caitlyn Jenner isn't going to badmouth Kanye and uh, her recent appearance on Good Morning Britain was proof of that. On Mon- Monday, August 3rd, the former Keeping Up With The Kardashian star, who, by the way, is 70 years old. I didn't know uh, Caitlyn Jenner was that old. I, I definitely didn't know she was 70 years old. Damn. Uh, she made an appearance on the uh, morning show and was asked if she had spoken to her son-in-law since the headline-making presidential rally. And the answer is no. Yet Jenner had nothing but kind words for the rapper since all all of this has come down. I just uh, I have just kind of watched it just like everybody else, Jenner replied. So I just wish him the best. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's pretty much all she can do. I mean, you know, I mean, nobody, I'm not understanding why they felt hurt input needed her input you know what i mean but hey i guess her last name's jenner and she was with the kardashians or whatever so i guess that's how they do that i'm not sure but yeah man i just hope kanye gets some fbg duck thank you that's his name fbg duck was the rapper i was talking about they got killed man but yeah but uh kanye man yeah you need some help bro like you really need some help man I don't think it's, I mean, I don't know anything about bipolar, so I'm not going to sit here and try to, you know what I'm saying, pick this guy brain and say he needs this or need that. But the one thing I do know is that your actions, you know what I'm saying, are, are, are inconsistent with what he be saying a lot of times. And, you know, maybe they need to check that out. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, gang member carries out three shootings after being free without bail. Like, that's crazy, man. Surveillance in- images of a shooting. Darius Sutton, a.k.a. Blizz Micho, took part in the U.S. Department of Justice. He was set free and allegedly went right back to shooting. A Brooklyn gang gang member released without bail in May on an attempted murder charge, participated in th- at least three drive-by shootings after he was freed from the federal prosecutions. Alleged. You know what? He deserved to go back. I don't be understanding that shit, yo. Like, like how... And I'm quite sure he did some time, time. You know what I mean? Like, I did a little bullshit time. I did a total of 14 months. You know what I mean? That won't nothing to brag about. But some of these cats, man, some of these cats can do years, 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 years and come out and, and do something to go right back in. You know what I mean? But a lot of that I have, like, American prison system, honestly, the shit is designed for you to come back. It's plush. American prison system is plush. They feed you. You don't have to worry about clothes. They give you a uniform. You know what I'm saying? They they give you what they call an indigent kit. You get your toothbrush and you you, you get some uh, envelopes and some stamps and the notebook pad and the pen and you can write and all that other good shit. You know what I'm saying? So they make prison and jail comfortable for you, man. But I 
I'm quite sure a lot of y'all probably have watched like overseas jails, international jail shit that comes on TV, man. And the reason why a lot of these international people like American jails is because of how plush it is. You know, in other countries, man, you're, if you don't have family on the outside to bring you food, to bring you clothing, to bring you personal items, then you fuck. You fuck. They make it oh, in, in other countries. That's why their their incarceration rates is low. It's 10 times lower than ours. Because their systems is designed to keep you the fuck out. Our systems are designed to keep you coming back. You know what I mean? Jail food, prison food getting better by the day. <laughs> the shit that you can get on the commissary sheets is getting better by the day, man. And majority of the motherfuckers that come in there already know everybody that's in there. So it's almost like it's home to a lot of people. You know what I mean? My other brother is like that, man. My brother did 12 years his first go round, got out, stayed out for about three years, and now he's pulling the dub. You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. I don't I don't understand it, bro. I swear. I swear. I do not understand it. Shout out to Jabbar Rudolph. What up, bro? We good, bro. But uh, yeah, man. It's just be some crazy shit out here. So I will get back to like sports and shit like that tomorrow. But I, I really wanted to like you know, just shed some light on certain things here, man, because, you know, we, like I said, we got this coronavirus and shit like that just, just taking over the news. And then you got sports coming back and you got sports uh, athletes who are, are testing positive at an alarming rate. So, you know, everything is just revolved around coronavirus. And you also got tropical storms that are starting to hit the East Coast and all that shit, man. So you got, like, you know, you got a lot of stuff that's going on. And I just didn't want certain things to get, you know what I'm saying, brushed up under the carpet and, you know what I'm saying, not get spoke about and shit like that, man. That's what I do, though, man. I bring small problems, you know what I'm saying, to the, for to the front, man, to the front and, and shine the biggest light possible on it, you know what I mean? And if there's anybody out there that, you know what I'm saying, that that knows someone who is struggling with uh, uh, being abused sexually, mentally, physically, anything like that, emotionally, if you know anyone out there that, you know what I'm saying, that you may think is a pedophile, keep your fucking eyes on them. You know what I mean? Because, you know, gut feelings a lot of times are 100% are, are, are true. And that's some real shit, man. And on that note, man, I want to thank you guys for tuning in as always. I want to give shout outs real quick to cities like Tacoma, Seattle, Woodland. I want to give shout outs to uh, Ashburn, Virginia. I want to give shout outs to Denver, Colorado. I want to give a shout out to Stockton, California. I also want to give a shout out to my dudes out there in the Dutch Harbor, Alaska, Dillingham, Alaska, Petersburg, Virginia, where you at out there now? LBC Lynchburg. I hear y'all out there as well. And any city and state that, that listened to me that I didn't give a shout out to right now, definitely I'll be giving you guys a shout out tomorrow as well. On that note, continue to practice your social distancing. You're six feet apart. You're wearing your mask. Continue to love one another. It's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A, -K -K -A, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>